in this place, the awesome God that he is. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Wonderful Jesus. Mighty God. Everlasting Father. Prince of Peace. Strong Tower. Excellent Counselor. God who heals sickness. God who opens blind eyes. God who causes deaf ears to hear. Weak legs to walk. Hard hearts to be softened. Closed minds to be opened. Hungry bellies to be fed. Thirsty throats to be quenched. My God, today. Rock in a weary land. Y'all ain't saying nothing this morning. Shelter in the time of storm. Will and the middle. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Yes, Lord. Give me a few minutes. I ain't got a whole lot to say, but he's worthy. He's worthy. Come on, thank God for this music ministry this morning. Amen. Come on, thank God for the person sitting next to you, whether the left or the right. Look at them right between their teeth and say, I'm glad to see you this morning. Amen. 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 Come on, find somebody on the other side of the room and just say, I'm glad to see you on this morning. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Come on, thank God for those joining us virtually. Amen. Amen. Welcome to the First Antioch Baptist Church in person and virtual. We give God praise for each and every last one of you. Amen. Amen. Will you bless God for the doorkeepers this morning? Amen. 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 Thank God for our audio and visual ministry. Amen. Amen. I dare two of y'all to thank God for you being here. Amen. Amen. Millions didn't make it. Look at somebody and say, but. <laughs> yeah, I was one of the ones who did. Two of y'all going to catch that around 3.30. <laughs> and it's going to make you feel real good. I hope you're sitting down when it falls on you. Praise the Lord. I was upset this morning when I looked at the weather and I saw there was a possibility of snow. I prayed and I said, Lord, let it not be till I get back home. Uh, to God be the glory. I'm going to share very briefly with you these words of comfort from the first chapter of Joshua. Pay close attention 
to these words from the Amplified Translation. Now it happened after the death of Moses, the servant of the Lord, that the Lord spoke to Joshua, the son of Nun, Moses' servant, as Amplified says, his attendant. And he spoke saying, Moses, my servant, is dead. Now, look at somebody and say now. Now, therefore, arise to take his place, Jesus of Nazareth, help us. Cross over this Jordan, you and all this people, into the land which I am giving to them to the sons of Israel. Verse 3, I have given you every place on which the sole of your foot treads, just as I promised Moses. From the wilderness of Arabia in the south and this Lebanon in the north, even as far as the great river the river Euphrates in the east. All the land of the Hittites, Canaan, and as far as the great, we call it Mediterranean Sea, toward the west shall be your territory. Look at somebody and say, it is so. Mm Verse 5, no man will be able to stand before you to oppose you as long as you live. Just as I was present with Moses, my God today, so will I be with you. I know I'm reading, but I'm also preaching. Somebody ought to praise him right there. You missed it. Let me say it one more time. Just as I was present with Moses, so will I be with you. Y'all ain't caught it yet. Just as I was present, my God, with Moses, so will I be with you. I will not fail you or abandon you. Y'all still ain't caught it. Be strong. And confident and courageous. Be strong. Be confident and courageous. Be strong. Be confident and courageous. In my time of weakness, I've got to be strong. I've got to be confident. I've got to be courageous. When things are going crazy in my life, I've got to be strong. Be confident and courageous. In my lowest places, I've got to be strong, be confident, and courageous. When the bills ain't due, I've still got to be strong, be confident, and courageous. For you will give this people as an inheritance 
the land which I swore to their fathers to give them. Seven, only be strong and very, Amplified says, courageous. Be careful to do everything in accordance with the entire law which Moses, my servant, commanded you. Do not turn from it to the right or to the left so that you may prosper and be successful wherever you go. As I was present with Moses, so will I be with you. This is the word of God for the people of God. Blessed be the name of God. Now the words of my mouth and the meditation of my heart. Lord God, let it be acceptable in thy sight. Lord, you are our strength and you are our redeemer. Reign now upon us like man in the wilderness so that we may dine and our bellies be full until we are able to consume no more. Look at somebody and say, as he was, he will be. Mm. <laughs> yep, I'm going to let that sit right there for about 10 more seconds. As he was, he will be. As he was, he will be. As he he will, yeah, see, 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 see. This, this is a place where you have to learn how to look back over your life. I'm not talking about the cliche. I'm not talking about the cliche, the cliche that we use when we want people to clap, when we want people to jump up and holler. I'm talking about the literal sitting and taking a moment to look back over your life. And you will find that in your looking back, you will find that God has always been with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's very much like the poem, The Footprints in the Sand. And you know how the poem goes, if you're familiar with it. At one point in my life, there were two sets of footsteps. There were mine and there were God's. And then I looked back over my life and I started to see that there were only one set of footprints. But when I look at that period of my life, I have to see exactly where I was in those moments. It was in those moments where I was weak and couldn't run on. It was in those moments where I may have been sick and the doctor wouldn't tell me any good news. It was in those moments when relationships were falling and breaking apart around me. It was in those moments when the bank account may have been empty. It was in those moments when I, I, I may have been laid off and unable to get a job. It was in those moments when the lies and the rumors were going around about me. Watch this. It was in those moments where they may have been some truth circulating about me. Y'all won't say amen. It was in those moments where I didn't have what I wanted, but I could look back and remember that I always had what I needed because the footprints in the sand was a time in my life where I couldn't make it on my own. And in fact, I was not just ready to give up, but reality is I 
did give up. I gave up mentally. I said, I'm not going through this anymore. I'm not doing this anymore. I gave up socially because I locked myself up in the house. I locked myself up in my bedroom. I, I gave up emotionally because I would go and I would make myself busy so I wouldn't have to deal with the realities of life. But it was in those moments of my 37 years that God has scooped me up in his hands. If his hands are big enough to have the whole world in them, then they are big enough to carry me through whatever it is I find myself going through. And I thank God for his footprints being in the sand because when I look back over my life, I can see that even though I couldn't run on for myself, he picked me up and carried me from the, where I was to the next place. And if it had not been for the Lord who was on my side, I feel like preaching this morning. I, I, I don't know for sure where I would be, but I can think of some places where I could be. I, I could be locked up, somebody. I could be in a mental institution. I, I could be holding on to uh, being plugged up to some type of machine. I could be outside my right mind. I could be all by myself. I could be broke, busted, disgusted with change that's strange and money that's funny. I could be all by myself but it was the Lord who was on my side he was on my side and he was on my side if I could be Moses he was on my side when I was in Egypt and I was in bondage I was in bondage to some things that were holding me down to some things that had me trapped I was in bondage to things that were keeping me away from Jesus it may have been an addiction it may have been something that you just couldn't let go of it may have been a stronghold that was sent to hold you back from getting to your place of destiny but I'm glad that God showed up even in my Egypt he'll show up even in my bondage. He'll show up even when I'm going through hardship. He'll show up even when the wind is blowing and when the rain is falling. Look at your neighbor and say, he will show up. See, we always look for God in the happy times. We always look for God when the rain uh, it has ceased to fall, when the sun is shining. We, we always look for God in the springtime when the flowers are blooming and the, green, and the grass is green. But the best place to find God is in your winter season. The best place to find God is when things around you are dying, uh, when the leaves have fallen off of the trees, uh, when the weather has shifted. Come on, somebody. The best place to find Him is when you are in a storm. Uh, the best place to find Him is when you are are not in good health. The best place to find them is when you can't find nobody else. And it's in those moments that he reminds you that I promise to never leave you. Just like Moses, he didn't just show up in Egypt, but he, but he showed up, watch this, and, and he caused them to see things while they were in bondage. He caused them to see how much protection he had for them because you've got to understand where they were was not far from the household of Egypt. But every plague that fell on Egypt did not fall on the Lord's people. This is why we shouldn't be worried about the price of gas. I'm only talking to a few of you. I'm only talking to the righteous people. I ain't, I ain't talking to y'all Egyptians. Y'all got to deal with it. I'm, I'm talking to the Lord's people here. I'm talking to the Lord's people because this ain't for everybody. This, this ain't for everybody. I'm, 
I'm one of those preachers. I'm going to tell you, this ain't for everybody. I don't care how many of y'all are sitting in here. I know it ain't for everybody in here, but here, I'm going to tell you who it is for. It's for the righteousness of God. Here's, who, here's what it is. I ain't got to worry about the price of gas. If gas go up, guess what else is going up? My salary. Come. Let me try that again. I ain't worried about the price of eggs and milk and groceries because if the, all of that stuff is going up, guess what else is going up? His provision. Y'all missed it. 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 I ain't worried about the stock market. Why? Because he shall supply. How much? How much? See, that's why y'all got to stop worrying about the world's economy. We are in the world, but we are not of the world. And just because it's affecting them doesn't mean that it's affecting me. Why? Because I'm not in Egypt. The plagues may come on them, the locusts and the lice and, 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 and the canker worm and the palmer worm and, and the death angel might come and their blood might turn into water and they might have to deal with darkness when the, when the sun should be shining and they might have to deal with hell falling in the middle of the day, falling on the ground and burning like fire. I ain't got to worry about it. Why? Because the hand of God is... And he does that to remind us, watch that, not just to remind us who we are and who he is, but to let my enemy know, no, you're going to have to sit here and watch me be blessed. He prepares a table where? In the presence. In the presence. That's why I love it. I love it when my haters come around. Because in order for me, watch this, I know he's getting ready to bless me because he sent my enemy So I've learned how to thank God when people are coming up against me because it means he's about to do something in my life that he's going to have to cause them to be a witness of. And so it should push you to a place where not only are you telling your testimony, but everybody else is telling your testimony too. Man, we thought he was going to lose his mind, but there's something keeping him. We thought he was going to lose the house, but there's something keeping him. We thought sickness was going to be the end of it for him, but there's something keeping him. And when they can't figure out what the something is, I can lift up my eyes to the hills because I know where my help He, 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 he not just showed up in this situation, but he showed up even as he brought them out of Egypt. He showed up at the Red Sea, and it looked like God had taken them to a place of uh, where he was going to forsake them. It looked like God had taken them to a place where he had uh, brought them to die. In fact, some of them cried out, have you brought us out here for there were no graves in Egypt? And it was in a moment like this that they had to remember the same God that brought me out of Egypt is the same God that's going to break me through whatever he takes me to. Y'all missed that right there. If he brought me out of bondage, no matter what he brings me to, he's more than able to take me through it. And when he brought me to my red. See, my flesh got weak. My flesh got scared. My flesh got nervous. And my flesh got nervous because I forgot how he kept me in the last storm. Y'all won't say that. I forgot how he made a way in the last situation. 
I forgot what he did for me five years ago. But if I look back over my life and, and I remember how he brought me out of darkness and, and brought me into his marvelous light, how he picked me up when I was down, how he was my strength when I was weak, how he made me the lender when I should have been the borrower. If I can look back and remember that in five years when I'm faced with another situation, all I've got to do is say, God, what you did for me before. So he brings them through the Red Sea. He brings them through the Red Sea. And, 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 and it's just like us that God does things for us time and time and time again and over and over and over again. One songwriter said this. He's blessing me over and over again. He said, every time I turn around, he's making a way somehow. Now, it's amazing that we sing that song with such gusto, with such fervor, and yet when we find ourselves in trouble, we forget that sometimes the blessing is in the trouble that we find ourselves in. Sometimes the blessing comes when I'm in trouble because I, it, it, it is in my trouble that I've got to remember it wasn't him or her that brought me out. Sometimes I've got to see my trouble and I've got to know that it wasn't even me that brought me out, but it was God literally stepping into the midst of my situation, grabbing me by the hand and pulling me out of the mess that, watch this, I got myself into. He brings them through the Red Sea. He brings them through the wilderness. They still ain't satisfied. So Moses leaves them for a little while, and now they out there building calves and worshiping these other gods, and he's trying to bless them. And what should have been a few days' journey turns into a 40 years' journey. Can I ask this question to somebody this morning? How long is it going to take for you to get there? Because we have a bad habit of blaming God when we haven't gotten to the place where we think we should be. When the reality is we need to take some self-examination and ask ourselves, have I turned to some other gods while waiting? Have I forgotten how to wait on the Lord and be of good courage? The real issue with us is we don't want to wait on the Lord. And when we choose to help God, what should have took me a day ends up taking me a week. What should have taken me a week ends up taking me a month. What should have taken me a month ends up takes, taking a year. What should have taken me a year ends up taking me a decade. What should have taken me a decade ends up taking uh, a generation. And, this, and then I end up like Moses. I end up missing stepping into the blessing because I thought I was good enough to help God. But God in his omniscient and omnipotent power still thought enough of Moses that even though he wouldn't let him walk into the promised land, he still said, come and see. He said, come and see, because every once in a while, God will use you, help us, Holy Ghost, to pave the way for the ones coming behind you. And just because you don't get to walk into the blessing doesn't mean that he won't at least favor you with enough honor to see the blessing. And you've got to know that sometimes it's not for me to take you there, but to get you to point A. And when we get to this point, I'm going to lay the mantle down so that the next person coming up in the next generation can take the work that I've done and expound on it so that we can get to the next place that God wants us to be. 
My responsibility is simply to get you to the next point. And if that means I can only see the promise and never be able to eat the fruit thereof, I'm good with that because I know who's coming behind me. Moses knew, Moses knew who was coming behind him. He had a servant. He had an, ad, an adjutant, as we call him today. He had an attendant. He had a, a, a son in the ministry. He had an understudy. He had somebody who was walking with him and talking with him and able to glean from him. He had somebody, watch this, that he could depend on. Uh-oh. He had somebody that he didn't have to go looking for when there was work to do. Come on, somebody. He had somebody that he didn't have to wonder where they were at. Oh, y'all still missing it. He had somebody that when the doors were open, they were there. He had somebody, watch this, who was willing to come and say, what do you need from me instead of having to be called on? Uh-oh, uh-oh, uh-oh. And that's, that's why the, the anointing was so heavy upon Joshua, because Joshua said, I am available to you. And his availability to God was made present, uh, was made obvious in his availability as a servant of Moses. Joshua never looked to be a leader. Joshua never looked uh, 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 to be at the, at the forefront. Joshua never looked to wear the big hat or sit in the big chair. But that's exactly why God let it be. Joshua said, like Jesus, all I'm here to do is serve. I'm just here to serve. I'm just here to serve. And we have this story to remind us that if I submit and humble myself to the place of the servant, whatever it is I desire to have, whatever it is I desire to be, wherever it is I desire to go, I can get that if I humble myself. Because watch this. The Bible says if you humble yourself under the mighty hand of God in due season, he is the one. He's the one. But uh, sometimes our ambitions cause us to want to promote ourselves. It causes us to want to be the leader. It causes us to want to be the chair. It causes us to want to be uh, the pastor. It causes us to want to be the bishop. And you don't even understand that to whom much is given, much is required. And so all you see is the glitz and the glam on the outside, but you don't understand how many tears are cried at night. You don't understand how much is sleep is missed in the morning. You don't understand the rocky road that I had to take to get here. You don't understand this anointing cost me something. It cost me my reputation. It cost me some friends. It cost me some family. It cost me some heartache and some pain. It cost me some stabs in the back. It cost me some slaps in the face. And I didn't ask to get here, but I'm glad that he brought me from a mighty. I tell people all the time, people always ask me, you know, you've been the vice president of this, you've been the vice president of that, and you've always been second. Why? You never thought about, no. <laughs> no. What? Want more responsibility? And dealing with y'all colored folks? Absolutely not. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going I'm to say it. Y'all ain't going to kill me in Jesus' name. I get, I get in trouble a lot. I get in trouble a lot because I come across as nonchalant. I'm not just coming across. I am. I am. Because once upon a time, I would let you keep me up at night. Uh-oh. I would let you stress me out. That's why this ball spot coming through the middle right now. 
hair won't even grow no more. Cause I, cause, cause I, cause I let y'all worry me halfway to death. And then I remember, Lord, these are your people. <laughs> I'm going to pray. I'm going to turn it over to you. Tell your neighbor. And, 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 and it offends people. It offends people when they can't bother you. People sometimes want you to be bothered because in their mind, it makes them seem important in your life. Look at somebody and say, I ain't, you ain't bothering me, you ain't bothering me, you ain't bothering me. I got too much work to do to be bothered by you because you bothering me is not helping me complete my assignment. You bothering me is not helping me get from A to B or from B to C. You bothering me is not helping me get to my destination. So when I look at you and say, okay, when you wanted me to fuss, because, because here's the other side of it. Transparent moment, y'all hold on to this. Here's the other side of it. I can fuss. Then you're really going to be mad. Come on in this office. Clo close the door on you when you come in. Have a seat in this chair. <laughs> now, you, now you really, you thought you were upset because I was being nonchalant. Now you're really about to be upset because what you're doing is you're asking me to, to show you this other personality. I'm going to show it to you, and then I'm going to show it to you, and I'm going to say, this is why you didn't want this. <laughs> I know exactly how I sound right now, and you're just going to have to suck it up and deal with it. It's all right. I know how to because because sometimes you have to let people know that they're that they're either going to get one side of you or the other. Take the godly side. I ain't delivered like some of y'all. There's a whole other personality that if you want to see it, tell your neighbor. Yeah, I know exactly how that sounds. I know exactly how some of y'all offended right now. It's all right. 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 You you just you just pray that you always get the saved, sanctified, Holy Ghost filled, fire baptized version. Amen. Amen. Because that's that's the version of me that's gonna pray for you. Because y'all don't believe, y'all don't believe sometimes we don't feel like praying for you. How many times I got to tell you the same thing over and over again and I got to, I, my responsibility, sometimes I don't feel like it. But I got to humble myself and realize that God didn't cause, call me to be in my flesh and watch this and be emotional. I can't do that. I, I can't do that. Y'all get to do that. Y'all get to do that. I, I, I'm not allowed to do that anymore. I've got to literally step out of who I am and be who he's called me to be even when I don't feel like it. Because here's what that's going to do. Here's what that's going to do. That's going to allow Joshua to take up Moses' mantle, pick up from where we are, and cross over this Jordan to the place of promise. And we can't get to the place of promise if I'm stuck in my emotions. I can't get to the place of promise if I let my flesh lead me. That's what happened to Moses. That's what happened to Moses. Moses let his flesh get the best of him. 
hit a rock. God said, that ain't what I told you to do. But you emotional. You mad. You frustrated with the people. You frustrated about what's going on in your life. You're frustrated about everything going on around you. I didn't call you to do that, Moses. So now, now I have to give you a cutoff. I'll let you see the blessing, but I won't let you inherit the blessing because you couldn't get out of your flesh. Look at somebody say, get out your flesh, get out your flesh, get out your flesh, get out your flesh. But, but the good news is God is so kind, so merciful to us that he still keeps his promise. He said, Moses, I, I can't let you go, but it's, it's all right. It's all right. There's somebody next to you. His name is Joshua. So Moses dies. That's the end of Exodus or the end of Numbers, shall I say. Deuteronomy. Joshua comes along. Now, Joshua, very important guy, very important guy. I read a lot for you today, but here's what I want you to get. As I was with Moses, I will be with you. As I was with your mama them, I will be with you. As I was with grandpa them, I will be with you. As I was with Pastor Ryan, I will be with you. Come on. As I was with Shalom, y'all won't say amen, I will be with you. As, as I was with your enemy, I will be with you. Here, God is reminding us that he does not change. He's reminding us in this moment that I have been with you all along and I'm going to stay right here with you. Yeah, 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 yeah. You're, you're under a different leadership in Joshua now, but I'm still with you. Uh-huh, uh-huh. I, uh, you, 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 the previous generation has gone on before you, but I'm still with you. I, I have not just brought you to the promised land to see it, but I've brought you to this land to conquer it. And as I was with you before you got here, after you get there, I'm still going to be with you. And God just wants us to know that he'll never leave us. He'll never forsake us. He's always by our side. It doesn't matter how bad it gets. It doesn't matter how uncomfortable it feels. It doesn't matter how lonely you think you are. God is always with us. 
And I came to tell somebody at First Antioch Baptist Church or somebody watching online on this morning that as God was with me last year, he'll be with me this year. As God was with me before the pandemic, he was with me in the pandemic. He'll be with me when the pandemic is over. And, and watch that. I know some of y'all don't believe it's ever going to end. But again, you got to remember, the plague didn't fall. The plague didn't fall on God's people. Come on, somebody. Y'all keep saying the plague is not, that the pandemic ain't going to end. It might not end for them. It might not end for them. I ain't got nothing to do with it. Y'all be sick. I'm going to be healed. Y'all be lost. I, I'm going to be found. Come on, come on. Y'all be down. I'm going to be <laughs> you be the borrower. I'm going to be the lender. Yeah, 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 yeah. Why? Because God is with me. He's not just with me, but even as he was with my pastor, so shall he be with me. As he was with my father and my mother, he, he will be with me. As he was with my grandparents and my great-grandparents, I've got to remember he will be with me. He will be with me. He says, my servant that came before you is dead. But now it's time for you to arise and take his place. The generation first and out that has gone before us is dead. Will you rise and take their place? Will you cross over this Jordan? Watch this. He's speaking to Joshua. He says, you and all this people. Can I help somebody this morning? Say, help me, Pastor. I'm going over Jordan. Some of y'all will get that next week. I'm going over Jordan. If you think I'm going to stay on this side, because watch this, watch this. On the side of Jordan where they are is the same place their bondage was. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. On the same side of this Jordan is where the enemy was. Y'all won't say amen. On the same side of this Jordan is where, watch this, their wilderness was. But on the other side. Look at somebody say on the other side. On the other side is the promise. On the other side is the inheritance. On the other side is the land flowing with milk and honey. Come on. On the other side is the promotion. On the other side is the raise. On the other side is the blessing. On the other side, the window has already been opened. On the other side is my healing. On the other side is my deliverance. On the other side is my salvation. On the other side is my direction in confusion. On the other side is the peace that's coming on my storm. On the other side is the way that's coming when it looks like there's no way. I'm going over Jordan to the other side. I say that to say this. 
Y'all can stay on this side if you want to. Y'all look up and don't see me. Just know. I'm going to get the promise. I'm going to get it. Because he already gave it to me. First Antioch, he already gave it to us. And he's saying, all right, here's the Jordan. What you going to do? You going to stay on the other side? With the dead generation that's gone? You going to stay over here, closer to your bondage, closer to your wilderness, closer to your trouble? Or are you going over to get what I promised your father? Your grandfather, your great-grandfather. In fact, not only are you going to cross over, but every place that your foot shall tread. I'm not giving it to you. I have already given it to you. It's already yours. What you got to do? Go get it. Look at somebody and say, I'm going to get mine. I'm going to get mine. And watch this. Can I, I'm just speaking for myself. I ain't going to be 50 when I get it, 60, 70, 80. I ain't going to be on my way out of here when I, I'm going to get it now. Y'all sit around if you want to. I'm going to get mine. If you ain't careful, I'm going to get yours too. <laughs> Come on, stand with me. Stand with me. Stand with me. Hey, hey. You ain't got to want it. You ain't got to want it. You ain't got to want it. Because I believe in that prayer. Lord, whatever they don't want, give it to me. As I was, I will be. He never changes. That's, that's, that's probably one of my favorite things about God. He's so consistent. People funny, fickle, unstable, moody. They like you as long as you're going along with them. They, they love you as, as long as you agree with everything they say. You, you're in their good graces as long as you allow them to stay where they are, to be comfortable, to live in their mess, to give them no more expectations or responsibility. They, they love you then. Until you got to correct somebody. Now you're a hater. Until you got to correct somebody. Now you're abusive. 
until you got to pull somebody to the side and say, hey, maybe we should try it this way. Now, now they're offended. And, and you know why those kind of people get offended? They get offended because they think they know everything. They think they know all the answers. So when you, when you politely tell them, no, you don't, now they're mad. Take it up with the Lord. Because what I'm not going to do is let you bother me. Ask me how I know, because I was that person. How was that person? It was a time in my life you couldn't tell me nothing. I know y'all don't like being real. I'll be real. Couldn't tell you. Couldn't tell me nothing. I had all the answers. Don't you dare come to me with a suggestion. You're a stupid idea. Don't you dare try to tell me I'm wrong. I'm as smart as I am. I spent. I prayed all night about this thing. I know what I'm talking about. Didn't. Couldn't tell my left hand from my right hand. I know y'all ain't never lived that kind of life, but I, but I was there. That's how I know. That's how I know. And the Lord sent people to help me. But in my offense, I felt like they were hurting me until the Lord caused me to grow up. Because he said to me, there's no possible way I can elevate you to the place that you're going until you properly learn how to serve. Who is the greatest in the kingdom? The servant. Jesus himself gave us the example. Wrapped a towel around his weight and started washing feet. One of the lowest jobs that you can have. Foot washing. We're going to have a foot washing service one day. We're going to have a foot washing service one day. So y'all go find, y'all find yourself some bowls and basins. I don't know why y'all laughing. I'm being serious as I can be. We're going to have a foot washer. Because, because here's what we got. We got to get back to the Bible. We're going to have a foot washing service. Prayer serve. We're going to anoint some heads with oil. Because here's, here's the thing. Here's the thing. Where God is taking us, we have to be prepared, equipped, and anointed. Because if you're not, watch this, if you're not, you're going to give up when it gets weak. Come on. You're going to turn away when, when hard times come. Come on. You're going to be ready to throw in the towel at the slightest inconvenience. They didn't sing my favorite song. I ain't coming back. You better listen to it on the way home in the car. In Jesus' name. They didn't read my favorite scripture. Okay. Read it to yourself. In fact, if it's your favorite scripture, you ought to have it in your heart. What you mad for? I made a suggestion to pastor, and he, he act like he, he didn't want nothing to do it. I, hey, sometimes it takes me a minute to process <laughs> stuff. Process. I need to process stuff. I just can't take stuff and run with it because you want me to. I got I to take, take that and go to God and see what he wants me to do with it. Because guess what? There have been some ideas that I've gone to God with, and he's like, now's not a good time. He tells me no, too. 
And I've learned, I've learned that his no is quite often. What? Not even quite often. His no is always a way of protection. Uh-oh. Because sometimes we want him to give us a yes in the wrong season at the wrong time. Now, he gives us what we thought we wanted, and we squander it, we waste it, we ruin it, because we weren't prepared for it. So sometimes God will say, no, not right now. And we just got to learn how to say, okay, I'll wait. Or he'll say, no, that's a terrible idea. And now I got to go back to the drawing board and say, okay, God, speak through me. Give me the right idea. Humble yourself under the mighty hand of God and in due time, he will lift you up. God, we thank you because you are the same today as you were yesterday. You're the same this year, 2023, as you were 2022, 21, 20, 19, 18, all the way back to Genesis. Your consistency has been such that we can't even comprehend it. But we know we can always depend on you to be just that, consistent, to be the same, to be unchanging. That's why we can trust you, oh God. We thank you, Heavenly Father, that as you were with Moses, with Joshua, with David, with Isaiah and Ezekiel, with Jonah and Amos and Obadiah, Micah, Malachi, Solomon, Adam, Abraham, Isaac, Jacob, Joseph, as you were with Matthew, Mark, Luke, John, Stephen, Paul, Peter, Bartholomew, Timaeus, Timotheus, Philemon, as you were with all of them, we know you will be with us. Thank you. Touch us, Lord, with your hand of mercy. Forgive us our sins even now. Blot out our transgressions. Purge us of our iniquities even now. Right our wrongs. Cancel our debts even now. And even as you do it for us, be a thorn in our side so that we are able to do it for each other. For why, God, should you forgive us when we can't forgive our brother, when we can't forgive our sister, when we can't forgive the person in the mirror? Why? So strengthen us to be not just as forgiving as you are, but to follow in your footsteps and forgive like you forgive to keep no record of wrongs, to hold no grudges against our brother and our sister whom we see every day. Thank you for it. I pray now, oh God, for anyone under the sound of my voice who doesn't have relationship with you. Under the sound of my voice, if there's one in the room, if there's one watching online and you 
don't have a relationship. I'm not talking about you know his name. I'm not talking about you know your mama's story, you know your daddy's testimony. No, no, no. I'm talking about a relationship between you and God. If you need to have that relationship, if you need to confess with your mouth and believe in your heart, if you're in the room, just lift your hand where you are. If you're watching online, just put in the comment section, it's me, it's me, it's me. We will pray with you. We will pray for you. It's the best decision that you can make by saying, Lord, come into my life. Be my shepherd. It's the greatest decision you can ever make. Why? Because when tomorrow comes, as uncertain as it will be, you want to make sure that you have access to eternity with Christ Jesus. Oh, tomorrow is going to come. And we pray that if we're on this side, that we can continue to witness for him. But if we've got to cross over Jordan's River, that we want to make sure our eternity is in the right place. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I pray now for every sickness under the sound of my voice. God, go and heal it now in the name of Jesus. I pray for every, every uh, person dealing with depression. I pray now, Lord, that you will go and lift them up in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I pray for those who are still dealing with uh, the loss of a loved one. God, go and be their comfort even now in the mighty name of Jesus. Hallelujah. I pray now, Holy Spirit, that you will fall fresh in this room on somebody's head. Fill their belly with fire in the name of Jesus, that they will know you tonight better than they knew you this morning in the name of Jesus. Come, Holy Spirit, have your way in Jesus' name. God, I thank you. We're going to get ready to leave this place. We know we can never leave your presence. Thank you for loving us enough to let us see another day, for watching over us even unto this moment. I thank you for thinking of us. I thank you for thinking of us. I thank you for thinking of us. Now unto him who's able to keep us from falling. Present us faultless before the throne of grace. We even pray a special anointing upon the Sneed celebrating their anniversary. Amen. Thank you for longevity, for love and for life, uh, for their relationship, for their family, oh God. We thank you for uh, for, for even more years to come. What was the number? 40. God, thank you. God, thank you. God, thank you. God, thank you. Be it in your will. 40 more. Hallelujah. Years of love. Years of, 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 of companionship. Years of leadership, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus. May the next 40 be even better than the first. Hallelujah. May the next 40 uh, be, be filled with more love than the first. May the next 40 be filled with more compassion than the first. Guide their footsteps, oh God. Help them to be an example to others, oh God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Thank you, oh God. 
even for those who could not be with us that are, that are at home sick on this morning, heal them, O oh God, in the name of Jesus. Watch over them as only you can. Now unto him who's able to keep us from falling, him who is able to present us before the throne of grace with exceeding joy. Two, the only wise God, our Savior, be glory, majesty, dominion, and power. Let the church.